Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Rebecca Taber Contreras. And in today's episode, we're going to jump in, and this is going to be a shorter episode, what I like to call a pocket coaching for you to consider choosing your heart so that you can have some inspiration and motivation as well as a perspective that really can retool. This one idea can be one of the things that helps you in creating your own sustainable weight loss, mindset transformation, and truly life transformation. Before I get into that, if you are newer to listening to this podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I would encourage you to go back to the first episode if you want to hear more about my own personal story, how I went from atheist agnostic at various points in my youth to becoming the Jesus lover that I am today, how I went from corporate America to being an entrepreneur for over 12 years now how I went from being overweight and uncomfortable in my own body to, by God's work in and through me, two weeks shy of my 48th birthday, being asked by a young college student, is it hard to be that fit? What a blessing, right? And I don't say that to impress you, but to impress upon you, barring a slogan from Les Brown, that it is possible, no matter how far you feel you've gone or how long you have been struggling, it is possible. So let me bring you back to this conversation. I was, I was on campus for a test, and the young female college student gave me a sincere compliment and just, I was in normal jeans, flip-flops, and it tanked up. <laughs> and she said, you are super fit. Is it hard to be that fit? And it wasn't the time or place to really have a long conversation with her. So in a very kind voice, I just looked at her and, and said, we get to um, choose our heart. Or no, I'm sorry. I said, heart is relative, Right. And she looked at me and I said, it's really consistency over time. But there's a little bit more to that that I want to share with you today. And I want to share with you, the reality is, yes, it can be hard. It can be very hard, especially when you're just starting out, especially when you're a year or two into it and maybe everything you've tried has not been working and maybe you feel like you just want to give up because it's been a long journey. It's been frustrating. It's easier to go back into the habits and the patterns that you've held for the last five years, 10 years, however long it's been for you, right? The reality is, we get to choose our hard. So for me, what was harder was when I was depressed. What was harder was when I didn't know my worth, when I felt insecure, when I didn't have the confidence that I have today. What was harder for me was being overweight and feeling uncomfortable in my own skin. What was harder for me was turning to food instead of turning to God. I thought that turning to food at the time, it wasn't even a conscious thing, but that ended up being the harder road because it kept me playing small, because it kept me missing out on life experiences that God, like Jesus died on the cross, not just to give us life, but to give us life in abundance, right? And we sell ourselves short of that. We get to be active participants. You'll hear me say that a lot because it's true. We get to be active participants in what God has 
given us. He says, here's the tools, here's the resources, here's the seed of everything you could possibly need that I have placed inside you. Our body and our mind is the vehicle. It's the outlet in which we get to experience that and give that, right? Our mind and our body is the vehicle, the outlet, the um, conductor, if you will, that determines how well we're able to receive all that he has for us and how well we are able to give all that he has for us. So as hard as it seems to be fit, especially when you've been struggling for a long time and you may not know what to do yet, and you may not have figured it out yet, and there are going to be days where you want to give up, there are going to be days where you want to quit, the idea, the temptation to give up, the idea, the temptation to be discouraged or be distracted, sister, that is one of the tools that the enemy is using to keep you from fully experiencing. Because as much as God has created you on purpose for a unique and greater purpose, as much as there are gifts and talents stored in you that only you can give, right? Gifts and talents, it doesn't have to be from some huge platform, doesn't have to be from, you know, some beginnings of a podcast. It doesn't have to be from, you know, having however many flowers on social media. You influence the person next to you in the bus ride. You influence the person next to you in the cubicle. You influence the people in that boardroom. You influence the people in your home. You're influencing others every single day. And by your actions and how you show up and how you respond versus react to everyday situations, it's not only influencing you and guiding and directing your path, but it is also influencing those that are watching you. And you might be saying, I don't have that influence. I don't have to worry about it. There are always people watching you. It doesn't matter how far you think you have to go. There is always someone that isn't where you're at yet. And they're watching you, sis, and they're looking to see how you do it. And they're looking to you for lead, for example, whether that be influencing your spouse spouse directly or indirectly, influencing your kids directly or indirectly, right? We were talking, I was talking about that the, to, the, today with a, um, a client in that kids don't do what we tell them to do. They mimic what they see us doing, right? And so to the ability in which we get to show up is within our control by how we choose to care for our mind and body. And I could go on into so many scriptures that talk about our ability to manage our mind and our emotion. And not only that, but that God calls us to honor him in mind and body. It's in First First Corinthians. I can't remember the exact uh, scripture at the moment, but it is not a nice to have. It's actually one of his prerequisites for us, not because he's a mean God, but because he says, just as in, just as every scripture that is in his word is for our greater good, you get free will. You get to choose whether you abide by it. You get to choose whether you live by it, but you when we want the very best that he has for us, then we also want to choose what he lays out for us in his word. That is the roadmap to have and experience and give 
all that he has for us. Doesn't mean that things won't ever be hard. Doesn't mean that there won't be challenges. In fact, the harder way is an example of our walk in faith, right? The way that we choose to live, when we try to live according to his word, all of us, none of us are perfect. We're perfect in our imperfections. We will, you know, fall short into the day he chooses to take us home, right? Jesus is the only one that um, had no sin, right? So, we will fall short in one area or the other, and we each have strengths, and, and it's kind of ebbs and flows. We have areas of our life where, you know, for a while it'll be stronger, we'll be on track, we'll be doing really good, maybe in our finances or in our marriage or in our business, right? And then it feels like something else kind of takes a back seat, and that's what all too often happens with health. So I'm not here to judge or condemn because I've been through it in every aspect of life. But I am here to remind you that we do have a choice to choose our heart. Well, in the beginning, I did do a lot of it on my own. It took me a long time. It took me a couple years to um, get to my initial transformation with a body I never expected. What was even bigger and better than the body I never expected was the work God did in and through me to connect with Him, to be in peace and purpose, right? That was around the same time that I went from not sharing what I believe. I was a fairly new believer so not sharing what I believe to um, be grounded and rooted and really the beginning of understanding my value in Christ, right? And from there, my finances took off. I was a single mom at the time. I went from struggling financially because I was in the midst of an ugly divorce with his dad to once I started getting healthy and I chose to get well and I chose to do the work and do the hard work and stretch outside of my comfort zone before I even, it was baby steps. It was one step at a time. If you want me to break it down for you. While when I first started out, I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin that I didn't want to go into a gym. I didn't, I first, I also had mom guilt, but I didn't want to go out into a gym. I didn't want to be seen, right? So I started with videotapes at home, but there was no support or accountability. I know those words now. I didn't understand it then, but Tony Horton, who was like the man back in the day, give me an amen for all of you that are 40 and over. He wasn't going to be out knocking on my door if I didn't show up for a video, right? So, but it, I started doing that slowly but surely, and it gave me just enough of confidence to take the next step, just enough to then I finally walked into a gym. Then I started learning more about nutrition, and I'm giving you a lot of kind of shortcuts in between here, but. At one point in time, I then took a huge leap of faith and invested financially in a personal trainer at the time. And at the time, with the money that I had and the <laughs> the responsibility that I had, it was a massive risk or leap of faith for me to make that investment. But I knew that I was not getting it done on my own. And I knew that I needed to create a better version of me because as a great of a mom as I thought I was, I just knew I had more in me. And I knew that I was, um, at the end of the day, I was struggling and I was emotional eating and or I was depressed a lot and or not showing up fully for social events or at all, to be honest, if I didn't have to, right? We do a lot for our kids, but it was limiting. It was less than what I deserved and less than what my son deserved from me. And so when I made that step in the right direction, it was super hard in the beginning. But the harder, 
is if we are feeling uncomfortable in our own skin, if you're thinking about your body pretty much all day long because of the way the clothes fit or the way your tummy fits or feels when you sit down and that roll hangs over that, you know, loop or not the loop, but the band in your jeans or you, you know, it takes you 10 times as long to get ready because you can't decide what to wear and you have to change 20 times, right? Um, Let me tell you, sister, you will get here and it is the best feeling ever when you can just go into your closet or go into a store and just grab something, throw it on and feel excited and good and confident, right? And part of this comes back to getting real with yourself. And it's, you know, as a coach, I can tell you, it is one of the hardest things for women to balance because so often we aren't being real with ourselves about how much it's bothering us, about how much it's affecting us, how it's showing up and how we relate to our kids, how it's showing up and how we relate to our uh, spouses. But when we aren't, when we're in that spot where we're so uncomfortable, we we almost deny and we put it off. We put it off by saying that everyone else is more important. We put it off by saying that, you know, the business has got to take priority and that our spouse needs to take a, a priority. Our kids need to take priority. It's got to be our kids first and all these things. And all of those things, this is where it's so deceiving in some way is that, yes, those things are really good things. Yes, all those things need the best of you and they are incredibly important. Here's the thing, sis, you're at the center of all of those things. So the longer you put off not taking care of yourself, the longer you procrastinate, the longer you tell yourself, I'll figure it out, I'll get it done next week, next month, next year, whatever. how long have you been? And saying that, right? It is normal to need help getting to where you have not yet been, right? So when it comes to you investing in yourself should be one of those normal, acceptable things, but it's up to you to normalize it. And it starts with this belief that yes, it's going to be hard, but get real. Let me get back on track. Get real with yourself about how hard is it? No condemnation, right? God works out all things for those who love Christ. So there's no condemnation, but you do have to allow yourself to feel the emotion. I encourage you to take 10 minutes, sit down with a journal and really ask yourself, how is the, if it is... Uh, struggling with weight, right? If you've been overweight, you've struggled with getting sustainable weight loss, how has that impacted your life so far? And don't sugarcoat it. Don't make excuses for it. Don't put it, like, don't um, minimize it. Really take some time. And I say pen to paper because it helps you focus. Mama, if you need to go to the bathroom to get it done, take the 10 minutes. And then ask yourself, what is harder Do you really want to go another six months or another year being operating from this position of whatever that is, whatever you put on that that page in that five minutes, 10 minutes, right? If it's... If it's keeping you from the intimacy with your husband, because most husbands love you the way they are, that it's us that gets insecure. It's us that starts to hide. It's us that starts to feel awkward when we're touched because we don't like certain spots or we're trying to hide certain spots or we want to make love with the lights off because we don't want to be seen, right? Or is it impacting the way you interact with your kids because you're tired and it's hard enough getting through the day and now it's the end of the day and you want to play? What? Right? 
Or is it showing up in your business because you're fatigued or maybe you know everything's online right now, right? And that's not going to change. It's probably going to continue to amplify, right? But maybe you're hiding just a little bit because you're not as confident as you know you could be. Like, girl, you know you're smart. You know you've built a successful business, but it also haunts you that how could you be successful in business and not yet get this weight under control, right? I know because I've either been it or I've heard it from clients over the last 12 years, right? So get real with yourself about where you're at, journal that down, write it on paper, and then ask yourself, what does it look like if I'm still here for six months there are six months from now or a year from now, right? And how, what if I actually got real about my ideal? And it's not about being perfect. It's not about needing to have six pack abs. Nobody, um, not everyone wants to be like as fit as you might see me to be, right? If you saw me in person and no one says you need to be. But that version of you that lights you up, that version of you that you're excited about, that version of you that is confident in your health and your well-being, right? It's not always just about our physical appearance. A lot of women come to me because they are nervous about their health. I hear often, I, my, I don't have, or I have good blood work so far, right? So far. Well, sis, I'm, I'm here to tell you that if you're 30, 50, 75 pounds overweight, said with love, it really is just waiting for something to happen. Because to the extent in which you are carrying extra weight is to the extent in which you are exposing yourself to greater risk for all kinds of everything from the common cold to today's current virus, to type 2 diabetes, to heart disease, uh, to high blood pressure, high cholesterol. So you want to take action now. And a good example of that, not to com- not to, well, kind of to combine the two, but not intentionally, that wasn't my initial point, but is to, to understand when something like the current virus, and again, if you missed my last, last episode, go back and listen to it because it may not be up for very long. The video that I, a, a similar video that I did on Facebook has already been censored and um, part of it has been muted. So if you missed the last um, podcast, go back to that where I talk about standing for freedom, your risk factors, and giving you resources. With this current virus, it is for sure impacting people that are overweight to a far more significant degree than those that are at a healthy weight. And the virus is something that can happen literally in an instant. So don't be afraid. God does not give us a spirit of fear. He gives us a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. Do be in action, right? Do be in action, What can you start doing now to be taking care of your uh, overall health, right? Moving in the right direction, right? So my point is to make it full circle is, yes, it can be hard to be this fit. It can be hard to be fit, period. It can be hard to get fit. It is hard. I know. I did the hard to get here. But... If you take time to get real with how hard it is to be where you are, and this may not be for all of you. Some of you might be thinking it's not hard for you, whatever your current circumstances, and that's fine. But there is that woman on the other end of my voice where it's incredibly hard 
Because although you've seen success, you've created success, your version, your definition of success in your business, in your family, in your finances, whatever that is, but you know that this battle in weight is the anchor that tethers you just enough. And imagine when you're at the greatest expression of yourself in mind and body, what type of new freedoms is that going to unlock so that you can be exponentially more successful where you've already started experiencing success? Make sense? It takes getting real. And then it takes figuring out the next steps, right? And some of you will be able to do it on your own. Some of you know you've been there, done that, tried that for years, and you're ready to get help, right? You're ready to have a successful plan and accountability that is going to get you from where you are to your long-term sustainable goals in mind and body, right? And let me tell you, you can go back and listen to the episode that says food is not the problem. It is not the problem. It begins in our thoughts. God's word also tells us that for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That is the center of so many of this, so much of this challenge, right? But that is all for now, sis, because I promised that this was going to be a pocket coaching and it's already longer than I expected. If that was helpful, then please like, comment, share, help spread the word for the women that you know, love, and will feel will be helped by this. Um, you can also reach out and share on social media. You can connect with me on social media. We're at our private community is female Christian leaders on Facebook. If you are a female Christian leader with 30 pounds or more to lose, and this resonates for you, and you're ready to take action, you're ready to invest in yourself, or at least talk about what that looks like, Kingdom Fit Academy is just around the corner. You can go to www.rebeccatabert.com forward slash Kingdom Fit Academy to get on the list and to be in contact to hear more details very soon. Bye for now. Enjoy an amazing week ahead. And I would love to hear from you. Let me know where you're at and what do you choose? Which hard do you choose? Right? And it's a daily choice, moment by moment sometimes, just like in all things. It's a, something that we get to practice. Health and fitness in mind and body is also something that we get to practice over time. It is a marathon, not a sprint, right? Said with much love and respect, we'll talk soon. Bye for now.